You're listening to the I Hate Numbers podcast with Mahmood Reza. The I Hate Numbers podcast mission is to help your business survive and thrive by you better understanding and connecting with your numbers. Number loving care is what it's about. Tune in every week. Now here's your host, Mahmood Reza. Don't price to please, price to match your performance, experience and worth. I love that quote by Ned Bryan Abaca. Hi folks, welcome to episode 57 of the I Hate Numbers podcast with your host Mahmood. I've been an accountant in practice for over 26 years. I'm an educator and mentor. I've worked in the world of business both nationally, internationally and across all business sectors. What's the mission of I Hate Numbers, I hear you ask? Well, it's to improve your money mindset, make you more money, save you time and give you the business balance that you deserve. Today's podcast episode is about pricing, particularly product pricing. And I'm going to share with you six techniques or six strategies for which you can apply in your business when you come to pricing your products. And by the way, when we talk about products, we're lumping in services here. But a lot of these techniques evolved out of the world of manufacturing, out of the world of physical products. But nowadays, in the world that we occupy, whether you're selling services, whether they're training, consulting, online digital products, or you're selling physical things, you're retailing or manufacturing them, then these techniques, these approaches about pricing apply to your business. Let's crack on with the broadcast. Now, some general things to remind ourselves about pricing, and we did a previous podcast on pricing your services. It's worthwhile checking out. I'll show the link in the show notes here, but let's remind ourselves about some of those points that were made in that previous podcast. Now, before you jump in to choosing a particular price technique here, remember that pricing plays a vital part in your business and it plays its part in a number of different ways. It's there to help you meet your business and marketing goals. It reinforces a message that you're getting out there or it contradicts that. So if you imagine that situation, a very high-end quality restaurant that charges a bargain price for its meals, that's a contradictory message that doesn't support its proposition. If, however, you're a low-end takeaway, a low-end business, and there's nothing wrong with low-end, think about those businesses that compete on price, like EasyJet, the BMIs of this world that once were there, then that pricing has got to support that proposition. So it's there ultimately to meet your business and marketing goals. It's there, more importantly, to make you profit on a sustainable and long-term basis. Whatever price you choose, and all businesses will have a variety, not one size fits all. You will have different pricing approaches to use within your business toolbox. Remember, purpose and objectives, your purpose, your objectives, drive and determine the approach that you make. Before we dive deeper into this, Consider also some general factors as a good comfort zone, a good comfort blanket to help you when you look at the pricing strategies and the pricing techniques that you will adopt in your business. It's critical, firstly, to make sure you've got a good understanding about the costs of producing your product, providing your product to the end customer, what an accurate cost is for the projects you're delivering, for the courses you're provided. And if you don't have that cost data, you will find the pricing will be very skewed and you will end up losing money. Secondly, 
Estimate what your expected or target profit will be for the product over a year to make your business viable, to make it feasible. So typically, are you looking to add a percentage on each item sold? So if you consider how much you're going to sell, you consider that pricing, adding 20% on each item, does that generate enough profit for you to live, to pay yourself a decent wage, and to reward yourself in your business? Competition. Now, your business, you may have a different viewpoint on competition, but we can't get away from the fact that we have competition. Competition is good. Competition keeps us on our toes, and we can learn from competition. You need to understand your competitors' prices, and by competition, remember you're not necessarily doing this on a like-for-like basis. So a restaurateur may not necessarily look at another restaurant as competition. It could be a theatre, It could be a venue that's competing for that experience dollar, that experience pound note. When you're offering online training, who are you competing against in that space? So don't look at it just as a like for like. In my own business, for example, I do a lot of financial planning for my clients. I do a lot of cash flow forecasting. And I'm actually competing not with other accountants, but actually with coaches who will be in that space and actually offering the same service. The quality may not be the same, but that's not necessarily something that the client would fully understand. So remember, research your competitor, see what they're charging, and use that as a framework to form your final decisions. Consider the value that your customer places on your product or project. How much are they willing to pay? What's the environment in which your business is being delivered, your products and services are being sold? Is it very competitive? Is it a small niche environment with this in mind we can now look deeper into six examples of ways to set prices depending on your aims and the types of products that you have the first one i'm going to look at is something called premium pricing now if your product or service is unique or high quality then premium pricing could be an option now this means that you set a price which is actually higher than your competitors rightly or wrongly your customers will often consider high prices to equate to superior quality. So setting your prices higher may get your customers to perceive and reinforce that perception that your products are of high value. Now, critically, let's be sensible about this. If you're looking to build a sustainable business, make sure you've got the substance, make sure you've got the quality, and make sure you deliver the value your customer is expecting. Otherwise, your reputation will get damaged, Your customers will communicate their disappointment to others. Therefore, it's a very dangerous step to go down. Apple exhibited this very well, this technique here, when they launched the iPad. They specifically added a premium to that product. Apple, obviously a very well-recognized brand, managed to do that because it had all the marketing and business assets to support that. But if you feel that your business is in that space, then that's an option for you to consider. At the end of the podcast, I'm going to share with you, by the way, a very brief overview about how you can find out and check your assumptions. A second technique is something called market penetration or what's called a loss leader. So this is where within your product portfolio, you set a price deliberately lower than your competition. The understanding is that your customers will buy from you instead of their usual supplier. So they will switch. Now, however... The price may be less than the cost to you, which means that you will make a loss. Sometimes it's called a loss leader. 
Now, that is used by many businesses. The idea that it attracts somebody into their business shop, so to speak, whether it's virtual or physical, and they then get the opportunity to upsell. Now, that's a massive risk, I would suggest, by the way, because once you start to establish that approach here, unless you've got the ability to cross-sell, upsell, it's going to be very difficult to move your pricing forward. A third technique is something called economy pricing. So this is where typically a product is made simply as cheaply as possible. It has that minimum customer expectation and threshold, and it's priced as low as possible while covering the cost but still making a profit. Now, this is a policy that we're all, as consumers, used to seeing. So we consider airlines, for example. We have what we call our no-frills, low-cost airlines. Their pricing will not be based on customer service, customer experience, and therefore they do very well. So the likes of Ryanair, EasyJet have managed to build up very successful businesses on the back of that no-frills product. Supermarkets adopt that same approach when they do their own brands. However, there's a secondary thing that's got to be taken on board for that. Those companies that are successful in economy pricing also have very tight control of their costs. They've got good transparency of what their costs are. They manage them. They control them. They've got data that informs them. They're efficient in their processes. So it's not just a question of prices cheaply. You also have got to pay attention to your costs. So let's summarize where we are. We talked about premium pricing. We talked about market penetration. We talked about economy pricing. Let's round up with three more. We're now going to look at something called price skimming. Now, this is a pricing technique that works typically when you have very little competition. So if you consider that you have got unique selling propositions, USP, as marketing people would call it, then this is likely to be successful. Now, it effectively involves setting the price high initially to gain that traction, that initial traction. As you do that, though, however, your competition will be watching what's going on and more and more people will come into that space. So there is a risk. You've got to keep an eye on the competition. And if you're an innovative company, an innovative business, then you need to think about the next product coming along. But in that early stage, there's an opportunity to price skim. The fifth technique is psychology. And it's worth reminding ourselves here at this stage that pricing is not just a numbers game. Numbers feature very heavily in setting the price, but it's about also the psychology because most of our decisions as individuals and businesses are made by emotion. The surveys suggest 95% and the remaining decisions are made logically. Logic comes in to back up our emotional decisions. So psychology plays a big part there. Now, the aim of psychological pricing is to make the customer, your customer, feel they're paying less than they actually are. We typically see that in shops, in retailing, where a £100 item is priced at £99.99. Now, we may scoff at that, we may laugh, we may think it's ridiculous, but the perception is, is that actually it's priced at a good price, and we feel psychologically better paying £99.99 compared to £100. So that perception in your client's eyes, your customer's eyes of getting value for money is reinforced. Now, this can work also for quoting an hourly or daily rate for work, you know, £29 per hour, then 30 Now, before we go into the last technique here, what's called bundle pricing, 
Just as a flagging up here, if you're thinking Mahmood, there's a lot of numbers involved here. Certainly numbers play their part. Think about the framework. Think about your objectives. Think about what you're trying to achieve. And also tap into the free online business calculators that we've got displayed on the website. I'll show you a link at the end. And a lot of the heavy lifting of the number crunching can be done for you. Simply you entering in the numbers and hey presto, the results will appear. Let's round up now with bundle pricing. Now the bundle pricing is where you sell more than one product or service and you bundle this together and you can offer that at a lower price than if the individuals purchased them separately. So again, typically in my business, I may offer a client to say, here's the price for a tax service. Here's the price for producing your financial plans. Here's the price for setting up a wonderful accounting system. And here's the price for accessing meetings and the like. Then they could be separately priced and the customer has, just like in a restaurant, the option of choosing each one, or they may prefer to buy them as a bundle. Now, for bundle pricing to work, and that's a very popular mechanism adopted by a wide variety of businesses, you've got to understand a number of things. Number one, you've got to have an appreciation of your cost base. You've got to have an appreciation of the profits that you're making on those product groups. And therefore, that gives you a better idea about whether bundle pricing is going to work for you. Do not chase the sales value. Profitability is the name of the game involved. Now, to summarize, what price do you choose? Well, the short answer is some of them, all of them, and typically, depending on what your objectives are, you may find that certain pricing techniques suit that objective better. One size does not fit all. And it's important that you have an appreciation and understanding of your own business and your own goals. Make sure you've got a good grip on your costs. So having good accounting systems that capture the data, whether you're selling digitally, whether you're selling face-to-face, -face, whether you're selling online, however you're selling it, you need to understand the costs of delivering and producing and providing that product. Know your customer. Do not just guess at what your customer wants. Ask them. There are a number of ways of doing that. We'll cover that in a future podcast, but typically things like surveys, landing pages, collecting mailing lists, talking to your customers is a very good way to validate that. So do not do it blind. Do not rely on what goes on between your ears. If you make a mistake, it can be very expensive. And if your price is set too low, it can be quite challenging to bring that price back up to where it should be. If it's too high, you may be losing out on customers and you may be losing out on opportunities. Be flexible, be adaptable. As the market changes and demand fluctuates, you may have to alter your prices. So you need to be on your game. Research your competitors and be realistic. Folks, I hope you got some value from this podcast. So let's wrap up what we're going to do here. So we're talking about pricing. We're saying it's not a scientific. You've got psychology, marketing objectives, your goals, numbers come into it, cost control, validating your decisions is important here. We've got superb free online business calculators. Tap your numbers into there and see what the answers are. Hope you've got some great value from this podcast. I'd love it if you could subscribe, share it with your friends and family. And until next week, I'll see you then. We hope you enjoyed this episode and appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. We hope you got some value. If you did, then we'd love it if you shared the episode. We look forward to you joining us next week for another I Hate Numbers episode.